It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is, well, this is recorded on September 23rd. It's probably September 24th by the time you listen to this. 2020, my name is Phil Brosnick. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to continue our player evaluation series. We're going to hit two big ones and then talk about them together as we look back at Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac's 2020 season. We'll have that and a whole lot more coming up on today's episode of Locked On Magic. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Search searching gravity download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here coming the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only expect from a local expert who knows their team best. Want a recap of tonight's Eastern Conference Finals Game 4 between the Boston Celtics and Miami Heat? Check out Locked On Celtics or Locked On Heat. Plus, get ready for tomorrow's, or today's, it depends on when you're listening, for Thursday's uh, Western Conference Finals game between the Nuggets and Lakers with Locked On Nuggets and Locked On Lakers. No matter what your team is, whether it's the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is also brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Two players on the Orlando Magic probably have more invested in them and more um, to say about this team's future than any others. And honestly, there's probably no two players that have more questions about them than these two. Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac are two vital pieces of this Orlando Magic team. Uh, Two young players who have, you know, reportedly bright futures ahead of them, but a lot of unrealized potential. And with everything so up in the air with the magic and what they want to do and how they want to build moving forward, indeed, these two players have a lot of questions about them. And while their safety and and part, part of their plans is certain to some degree, There are a lot of questions. There's no certainty that either one will become the star that we all hope. We're going to start with Aaron Gordon in this first segment. Entering this season, I sat here and said, a lot of other people probably echoed this sentiment, but I, though I certainly sat here and said this, that if the Magic wanted to take the next step, if they wanted to graduate to six-seed, five-seed, home-court advantage. It would take Aaron Gordon becoming an all-star, taking that mythical star leap that we've seemingly been waiting on over and over and over again 
from several players in this, in this long rebuild. We expected Aaron Gordon, after a strong showing in the playoffs, and really, uh, honestly, his most complete season in 2019, to take that next step up. And unfortunately, the season that we got from Aaron Gordon was hardly a step forward. He averaged only 14.4 points per game, shot a 48.4 effective field goal percentage, just 30.8% from beyond the arc, tallied 7.7 rebounds and 3.7 assists per game, both solid numbers, but only slightly more than what he did in 2019, or at least in line with what he did in 2019. Missing that scoring piece proved to be a huge deal. And again, if you're looking for a reason why the Magic stagnated, it's because so many players essentially stagnated themselves. They didn't take that next step up as individuals to help their team win. Not all of this, of course, is completely on Aaron Gordon. He just got dealt a really bad hand throughout the course of the season. Injuries were the story for the team, and injuries were the story for Aaron Gordon. He got popped in the jaw in the second or third preseason game in Atlanta. I think it was the second preseason game in Atlanta and missed essentially the rest of training camp. Not a lot he could do, not a lot the team could do to prevent that. And again, another training camp was taken away from Aaron Gordon. It has been a story throughout his career. Every time it feels like he's about to take a step forward, he gets injured and takes two steps back. That injury wasn't his fault. Coming around a screen, trying to play hard, and he got popped in the jaw, and he just wasn't really right. Roughly 10, 15 games into the season, in Toronto, Aaron Gordon then sprains his ankle. He misses six games, comes back, but in January, he would admit that something wasn't feeling right in his leg. That he still, you know, you know, he was feeling some, some odd soreness, and you could tell by watching him, he just didn't have the same lift and mobility that you expect from Aaron Gordon. By the time the All-Star break came around, he was healthy, and it showed in his incredible slam dunk contest performance, which was the highlight of the season. And slowly but surely, Gordon started putting together the dynamic offensive game that we all expected from it, or all hoped to see from him. He wasn't out there scoring 40 points like he did on a few occasions in 2018. But he was dishing the ball, showing the versatility that makes him such a valuable player. And dominating games. He was aggressive but smart, playing within himself and not necessarily just going on his own, which is certainly a habit of his. He had got his first career triple-double and looked to be playing really, really well. Things were pointing up for the Magic and then the pandemic hit. Gordon played well within the bubble, but two, you know, three games in or in the fourth game in the bubble... He gets hit by Kyle Lowry going up for a dunk, lands awkwardly, strains his hamstring, and he's unable to play in the playoffs. Unable to get that opportunity to go up against Giannis Antetokounmpo. Get that opportunity to show why he is a big-time player, a player who can take his game to another level in the playoffs, something that he did do in 2019. And so Aaron Gordon's season is left a little bit empty. Aaron Gordon's season wasn't everything we all hoped it would be, certainly wasn't everything he hoped it would be. And the Magic are again left with a question of what to do with Aaron Gordon. I'm going to talk a little bit about the fit with Jonathan Isaac, but certainly Jonathan Isaac's injury has likely given Aaron Gordon 
not a free pass, I want to say. But certainly he's made his made him more important and, and pushed him a little bit further to the front as far as what the Magic are going to need to have a successful 2021 season. Can we account for Aaron Gordon's struggles this season as only his injuries? Is this a case of when Aaron Gordon was healthy, he was a lot of what we all imagined he could be? A dynamic, versatile player. Someone who could move the ball, who could attack, who could pass, who could distribute. Someone who could do a lot of different things. A multi-skilled player, as I mentioned last week. As long as Aaron Gordon isn't trying to shoot mid-range jumpers or over-dribbling the ball, he has proven himself to be a really talented and quality player. Honestly, judging by the minute distribution, there is no player on this team that Steve Clifford trusts more. Aaron Gordon led the team in minutes per game for the second straight season. Steve Clifford trusts Aaron Gordon defensively, which again, that is a big deal for Steve Clifford. But undoubtedly, the thing that continues to hold Aaron Gordon back is his offense, is his shooting. The Magic need him to shoot more effectively, certainly more than the 30.8% he shot in, in this season. And we know that he can shoot better. Gordon needs a consistent offensive game. Something more than 14.4 points per game to reach his potential. He needs to be more efficient. And again, he was finding it. But as is always the case, as is always the question, why does it take so long to find it? Why does it take so long to put all these pieces together? Aaron Gordon turned 25 last week. He is by no means an old head. As some of the players on the Magic like to call Aaron Gordon, he is a young vet. Spending the league for six seasons, and yes, that does seem to mean that he might have some things figured out or should have some things figured out. But the reality is, Aaron Gordon is at the same age that Victor Oladipo made his star leap. And so if there's some concern, if there's some hesitance to let him go, it's because Gordon's shown that he has that potential and capability. It has always been about putting those pieces together. We all thought that those pieces would come together in the 2020 season. We all thought that the potential was there and would happen now. Not doing that, not getting it all together, certainly raises the big question. Gordon at 25 and with his talent is still one of the most tradable players on the Magic. The Jonathan Isaac question might be put on the back burner, but it is still there. We're going to try and answer that a little bit at the end of the show. And so the Magic have to make a decision, especially as they look to improve this roster. How much better do they think Aaron Gordon can get? How much are they willing to wait for him? Because the 2020 season did not deliver the progress that Gordon seemed to promise. The 2020 season, on many levels, it's not just about Aaron Gordon, the 2020 season did not deliver. And that puts Aaron Gordon's future with this franchise and with this team in jeopardy in a very, very real way. Magic just better hope that they've guessed right when it comes to his talent and his development. 
Before we get to Jonathan Isaac, let me tell you a little bit about rockauto.com. I am not a car person. I don't know my lug nut from my wrench. Well, I know what a wrench is, but I'm not that, I'm not that stupid. But um, I, I am not a car person. I've tried to fix my car on a few occasions doing it myself, just trying to get very, very basic parts. And frankly, even when I'm looking for the basics, going into the auto parts store can be daunting. I can't imagine what it's like if you know exactly what you want. If you know exactly what you want and they don't have it, I've actually been in that boat too. The rockauto.com fixes that. They are a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Why? Why? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, Aaron Gordon didn't take the step forward that we all thought he would. One player, though, that did take a very significant step forward, though, was Jonathan Isaac. The only problem was that step forward was clouded by yet another major injury. Not just the one major injury, two major injuries. And that second major injury, of course, is going to cause him to miss an entire season, it looks like, in 2021. Essentially meaning that in Isaac's first four years, he will have only played one full season of NBA basketball. Still, there's no denying the talent that he has and how quickly he's been able to make such a big impact. And if you just look at what he did on the floor for the Orlando Magic this season, he certainly made a huge impact for this team. Making the injuries that much more frustrating and upsetting. This season, Jonathan Isaac averaged a relatively meager 11.9 points per game. But with a 51.8% effective field goal percentage, and yes, shooting 34.0% from beyond the arc, not a great percentage, but certainly better than he had before, he was starting to make a bigger impact offensively. But it's not there that we talk about Jonathan Isaac in such glowing terms. It's not on offense that we're talking about Jonathan Isaac. His offense was coming, it was starting to develop, and he was starting to play with a lot more confidence, but he still had a long way to go. It's on defense that Jonathan Isaac is truly one of the most elite talents in the league. He averaged 6.8 rebounds per game. Solid number. But 1.6 steals and 2.3 blocks per game. Those 3.9 stocks, as we've come to call them, led the league 
at least at the time that he was injured on January 1st. He was a dynamic defensive presence, someone who made life difficult for anyone he was guarding. Yes, sometimes he would play himself out of position. He'd be over-eager. But he was more than capable of recovering and more than capable of being a disruptive force defensively. I often say this about Jonathan Isaac. The Magic don't have a lot of elite talent. But Jonathan Isaac is the one player on this team who is elite at something. He is an elite defensive player. Someone that we expect to be on the all-defensive team from 2022 until the end of his career, essentially. The number of coaches, number of like really good defensive coaches who have spoken very highly of Isaac's defense at his young age is incredible. It is not a fake thing. It is a real thing. Jonathan Isaac's defense is a real thing and is a real problem for a lot of teams around this league. And to lose that, and to lose that the way the Magic lost it in in both the regular season and in the bubble was devastating. The Magic's defense statistically was significantly worse, like four points per 100 possessions worse after Isaac's injury. And while that is not all attributable to Isaac because the Magic's Magic's defense was only slightly better than average with Isaac on the floor, certainly Isaac is a guy who makes defensive plays. You talk about guys who can perform in the playoffs, guys who can make plays when a defense or an offense knows what's coming. Jonathan Isaac was on track to be one of those players. Just look at what he did when he came back in the bubble. After suffering what was a posterior lateral corner injury in January, he worked hard to get himself ready to play and back for the resumption of the season in July. He stepped onto the floor against the Denver Nuggets in a scrimmage and almost immediately, it was not just the energy of the team happy to see him back, he was making plays. He was getting in there for offensive rebounds. He was getting in there for putbacks. He was running the floor. The Magic turned a a, a comfortable game against the Brooklyn Nets in that opener into a blowout because of Jonathan Isaac. He was regularly scoring, what, you know, 15 points in 16 minutes or, you know, whatever it was. The Magic were limiting him. They were certainly being very, very careful, but he was making significant plays. And again, it wasn't like the Magic were running plays for him. It was not like the Magic were pushing him to the forefront. They were making him the centerpiece of their offense. He was just getting plays in the natural flow of things. He was just making good hustle plays. That's what Jonathan Isaac does. And that's why he's still so valuable and why he still has so much room to grow. Because again, he was showing more confidence and more ability to take guys off the dribble, to work for his own shot and not just be a spot-up shooter. He was actually a pretty good corner three-point shooter throughout the course of the season. It's disappointing and frustrating that injuries have continually hit this guy. They're not injuries that are related, not injuries that are recurring. The ACL injury is certainly a major injury and one that will have to be continued to be monitored, but the ankle injury from his rookie year, completely healed. And obviously he came back that second that second season and had a fantastic, essentially a fantastic rookie season. If this year was meant to be a sophomore year, if you know, last if the 2019 season, his second year was his first full season in the NBA, something that stood in for his rookie year. And players make their biggest growth from their rookie to their sophomore years. He made quite a sizable leap 
from a we don't really know what he is kind of player who looks like he can impact defense to an elite defensive player. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. But injuries are part of the story. Injuries are the story for Jonathan Isaac. And unfortunately, his first four years with the Orlando Magic are still a mystery. We haven't been able to see him grow. We haven't been able to see him take those important next steps to become the player that we all imagine that he can be. He just hasn't had the time on the court. And it's disappointing, and it's frustrating, and it it sucks. But the Magic are going to have to play in their future blind. Jonathan Isaac has already been ruled out for the 2021 season. I, I don't think there's very many scenarios where he would be capable and able to play, especially knowing how cautious the Magic are with major injuries. Isaac will spend the year rehabbing a torn ACL, an injury that they could not have prepared for or really done anything about. ACL tears are frankly kind of random. And even though it did happen in the same knee that he injured in January, they wouldn't have put him out there if they didn't feel confident that he could play and play at his best, which he certainly was. But the Magic are going to have to hit, have him hit restricted free agency in 2021 without knowing what he really is. With only one full season under their belt, they're going to have to make a commitment and invest in him essentially blind. And it's an investment they should make. It is a gamble they should make. But it's still a big gamble nonetheless. One that doesn't have very many clear answers. But one that's going to be play a major role in how the Magic build and develop this offseason. Before we tie all this thing together, I need that little energy boost, that little protein boost to get me to the end of the show. These final five minutes, you know, are the toughest minutes. The fourth quarter, baby. So you got to get those, the, that energy boost that you need. And you got to get it in a way that is compact, healthy, and yes, tasty. And that's why I cannot recommend Built Bar more. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And I, I do mean tastes like a candy bar. It does. Comes in 18 amazing flavors, including new flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, which I've had, which is delicious, and apple almond crisp. Plus, you can check out the original flavors, including banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate mousse, and peanut butter brownie. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and soft and easy to chew. Built Bar is the great snack for the health-conscious person. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for keto diets. They are amazingly compact. They're amazingly easy to eat, uh, and they don't break your calorie bank if, if that's how you track things. Just check out uh, the coconut almond. Not, not a flavor that I particularly like, but, but you might like it. Coconut almond, you're probably thinking like, oh, that's going to have a lot of calories. Wrong. 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. I can tell you that these bars are filling. They are the perfect little snack to get you through the rest of your day. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Again, Use promo code Locked On for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So what does this mean for the future? How do the Magic map out a future with two players that are so key to the franchise that have such big questions still to ask about them? What do the Magic do? I don't have a great answer for that. I, I, I don't have a hot take. I don't have uh, really much to say. I still believe in Aaron Gordon. I still think that he can take that leap or, or can find the role and be a really productive player. You know, Maybe he isn't like so many players on this Magic. He probably isn't capable of doing what the Magic are asking him to do, at least at the highest levels. He probably works better as a third or fourth option as a utility guy if he's willing to take that role. Sometimes he, you know, he certainly has that belief, and I don't, I don't mind it from a 26-year-old to be, or 25-year-old to be honest. He does have that belief that he can be a star and sometimes plays like it. So to his teammates' detriment at times, to his team's detriment at times. It, those, you know, 20 dribble pull-up, pull, pull, fadeaway pull-ups are annoying to watch. Um, you know, and, and, I, and I think he, I think, I've always said this, Gordon plays better when he plays fast, when he moves the ball quickly, when he is able to to get uh, to get himself uh, moving quickly and, and making quick decisions. Uh, he is a player that fits really well into what the Magic ultimately want to be, but there are still humongous questions because he is still not a great three-point shooter. He's still not a reliable three-point shooter, and until that becomes a bigger deal, it's tough to find a real place for him in this lineup, especially with Markel Fultz and Yes, especially with Jonathan Isaac, who is still not known as a great shooter. The Magic have their work cut out for them. No getting around it. No no denying it. No changing it. The Magic have to figure out a way to make these two guys fit or move one of them along. Now, I think it's perfectly possible. I don't think the Magic are at a strong decision point. or if, Even if Jonathan Isaac were healthy, I don't think the Magic would be at a point where they have to make this decision, where it is actively keeping the team back. I think both players are young enough that they can figure it out, that they can develop and they can grow and they can form an identity that makes it work, that they both still fit into the larger framework of this team so that they can be successful at the small scale. But it is certainly still a question mark. I'm not going to deny it. it. It's not going to work until one of them becomes a reliable three-point shooter. It's not going to work until one of them becomes a better playmaker. And certainly Gordon was showing signs of that in a lot of ways. But there is still a lot of work to do. There's also no denying that. There is still a lot that the Magic have to figure out, that both players have to figure out to fit well together. And that includes picking up the pace. And that includes being better shooters. And then there's always the age-old adage. There's no reason to delay to tomorrow what you have to. There's no, way, there's no reason to delay to tomorrow what you know you have to do. Why put off to tomorrow what you must... Why, why put it off till tomorrow? What is the purpose of trying to salvage something that there are still very clear questions about? If the Magic believe Jonathan Isaac is their guy, then that ultimately means Aaron Gordon has to be on the market. Unless Aaron Gordon takes a leap somewhere that is unexpected, that they expected him to make this year that he did not make, injuries aside. 
then the Magic have to be exploring that market. By all accounts and by all reports, the Magic did explore that market at the trade deadline. They looked around to see what they could get for Aaron Gordon and not finding deals that they liked or not able to come to an agreement. They, I think, rightfully made the decision that we can hit the pause button. We are in no rush to make a deal. We are in no rush. We hold the card. And if there's not a deal out there that makes sense, this experiment is worth trying again. Another year or a little bit longer. And that's true. There is no decision point yet. The Magic are not at one of those turning point moments. They're not at a moment where they have to make a yes or no decision. Gordon still has two years left on his contract. Isaac's obviously becoming a restricted free agent in 2021, but the Magic are likely to re-sign him. And they can see, they can use the 2022 season to figure out if Gordon and Isaac can work together, although certainly Isaac will be still recovering from his injury. It usually takes an, another full year after the full year recovery to get to full strength. So, you know, we're certainly going to see Isaac need some time again. But on top of all this is that injury. That injury will buy Aaron Gordon another opportunity, another chance. That injury is going to make it so that, yes, the Magic need Aaron Gordon. They don't really have another starting four or another capable rotational four to, to help them, to, to fill that lineup, to make, keep them competitive. I like Al Farouk Aminu. I think Al Farouk Aminu had a weird season, and I think that he'll bounce back and show why the Magic invested so much in him. But undoubtedly, he is not the same caliber of player as Aaron Gordon or as Jonathan Isaac, not potentially at least. And so the Magic are facing, are nearly facing, a critical decision point, a critical moment in their development and in their building as a team. The question is, when do you pull the trigger? And what do you pull the trigger for? I do think the Aaron Gore and Jonathan Isaac experiment can still work, but that clock is ticking. That clock is nearing midnight. And the Magic do have to get something if this isn't going to work out. I'm not sure what that something is. I very much think that that trade could happen this offseason, that Aaron Gordon could be on his way out. I think the Magic will once again explore that trade market just like they did at the deadline, or just like they reportedly did at the deadline. And I think if there's, I think, and this is the case, honestly, for any player on the Magic, excluding Jonathan Isaac, likely Mo Bamba, and likely Markel Fultz, and certainly Jumo Kiki as well, I think that if there is a deal that makes sense for the Magic, that they feel positions themselves better for the future as well as make them better in the present, I think the Magic will pull the trigger and end this experiment, regardless of Gordon's age and his potential. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. If you're tuning in him, like Google, Spotify, and all the places on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. I have opened up the Orlando Magic Daily mailbag once again, so send me your off-season questions on Twitter at omagicdaily or by email at omagicdaily at gmail.com. Like I said before, I am experimenting a little bit with my recording schedule. I, I'm hitting a little bit of an off-season schedule here, so uh, I apologize if, if, if podcasts are coming on at irregular times. You know, I don't know what everyone's listening habits are. I endeavor to have at least, uh, you know, if you're a morning listener, you, I, I'm endeavoring to have at least a new podcast 
for you in the morning, even if that releases in the afternoon. So I'm trying to make sure our podcasts are spaced out appropriately. I know I recorded late yesterday, gave that the whole day today. I'm recording this at night so I can give it in the morning. Um, I, I'm, I'm experimenting a little bit with timing, but like I said, if there's breaking news or if there's any any uh, news item that I, I need to address immediately, I will have a fresh podcast for you in the morning, if not an emergency podcast, as soon as I can record something. But uh, I thank everyone for your patience. I, I'm, I'm kind of hitting an off-season schedule a little bit, so I'm still planning to go daily for a little while longer, uh, but I'm still also you know, trying to map out what, what my future looks like as well. I want to thank everyone again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. I'll see you again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.